Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, I was over there shooting uh, like a gang don, basically. Um, and it was taking me absolutely ages to get his trust. And some other guys who presumably were from an opposing gang, it's a really small place. Like people know what you're there and, you know, that you're there, that you're doing something. Word gets around. I would see people look at me in bars, you know, certain kinds of people. Um, and these two guys ran me off the road and I dislocated my shoulder. shoulder. All right. And we're live. Episode 048 of the TBC podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by GRM Daily, presented by myself, Michael Payne. Presented by myself, Rebecca Jard. Myself, Renee. And our very special guest, we do allow all our guests to introduce themselves. I hate that bit when you have to say your own name. Uh, Olivia no. Rose. There she is. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. We've had you on our list for ages. Why haven't you got me in then? Because... Life gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, you're right. What did you Simply say, put, That was a thin excuse, I'm not going to lie. Life gets in the way. It's true. <laughs> no, but then... <laughs> life is hectic, man. <laughs> but then, you know, you've always got that brethren that you know is busy, and then they go, how come you never holler at me, man? But you're like, but I know you'd be busy anyway. Yeah, but you know, maybe that brethren like, is just sitting at home waiting for you to call, and maybe you should true. call that brethren more But maybe often. that brethren just is saying. just going around smashing it and like... Photographing bare big Wait, people. Wait, hold on. We're talking about me now. Aren't we? we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We always were. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a cancelling session. <laughs> we are talking about you. Um, the, the 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 first reason we wanted to get you on was obviously because of this is grime heavyweight book. That book we did. Yeah, yeah that book you and Hattie Collins did. Yeah, big um, up Hattie Collins. Massive shouts to Hattie Collins. That would have been for me an, an amazing episode, both of you. But, you know, as um, Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad. So I'm just <laughs> going to kind of mathematically change that and go one out of two ain't bad. Well, yeah, yeah. You can get Hattie, Hattie on at a later date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when you have time. <laughs> when, life doesn't, <laughs> when life doesn't get in the way. You two are literally words and pictures. Yeah. You and Hattie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did your friendship start? Did you start like going, oh, your pictures aren't words? <laughs> Definitely not, no. Uh, we met We met through ID because I was shooting for ID and we actually met on, it was a future shoot. And um, As in the artist? Or yeah, as as in, in, yep. yeah, as in looking into the future. No, it was future <laughs> the artist. And uh, it was a bit of a fuckery that day, actually. I was late, really late. And I'm never late for anything. I'm early, like I was today. I'm an early person. You and I, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I can't deal with being late. So I'm like in like a mega stress. I didn't even really notice Hattie in the studio. We had this this like tiny little studio and there was like weed and smoke and millions of people and everything was going on, like security and all of this stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then kind of like the end of the shoot, I noticed Hattie and was like, oh, that's the writer from ID. Then we started working on things together. We did like a massive thing in, it was 2015, uh, 10 years of Lord of the Mics. So mm-hmm. we did like a two-day grime shoot Mm -hmm. and Hattie kind of gave me like a warning before we did it like you know doesn't always work out with photographers and MCs so you know do what you can we'll see what happens and I'm like ah a challenge okay (laughs) so I went there got a load of draw chucked it on the table was like boys for you enjoy everyone's looking at me like what the fuck I'm like, yeah, no, seriously, let's get a vibe going here. So everyone's like, okay, fine. (laughs) Two days went went by. It was lovely. It was beautiful. And at the end of it, she she literally turned around to me and was like, do you want to do a book? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's do a book. So it literally just snowballed from there. Mm. I I just jumped on, I jumped on Hattie's wave, basically. Did you have to go off and order like two kilos of weed (laughs) for the book? Uh, Do you know what? I stopped smoking skunk, like, at the same time that I started doing the book. Like... It was, you know, all hash from there on out. So that was like maybe in a weird way. I don't know. It was kind of a bit of a challenge actually because that was sort of my way of like connecting with people. It was like a surefire way of getting a connection going. So yeah. Do you get do you get stoned while while you work, or is your mindset that you should be completely kind of sober and level headed and professional? Well, if any clients are listening, then I'm always sober <laughs> and clear headed and professional. But yeah, no, I, I don't mind smoking when I'm working. Like it, you know, I can't get wasted nobody can get wasted in work you know you ever but... gone home like and the picture's all blurry like yeah! <laughs> 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 do you know what I think when I'm stoned I like just I don't know like my pictures are better maybe that's it's probably probably shouldn't say that but I think everything's better when you're stoned me too genuinely me too. everything life, you life consume is better when you're stoned. every every stimulant I think is better when you're stoned that's my honest opinion okay like showers are better when you're stoned showers are better when you're stoned music's yeah. better when you're stoned there are yeah. songs that I genuinely don't like when I'm sober and I can tolerate them and even go as far as to like them when I'm high love driving when I'm stoned I shouldn't say that didn't say that no do you have I mean, a license Michael I'm not gonna answer that <laughs> oh my god! You dig it. Wipe that. You dig <laughs> ah, in that hole. <laughs> oh, oh, see, god. I want to talk about that now as well, but I'm not gonna. So, how yeah, was the, what he the said to shoot though? Because uh, when was that? Oh, it was ages ago. That was 2015 as well. Maybe like towards the beginning of 2015. Where was you in England or? <clears throat> yeah, we were in England, and we were in. I at the time I was using a friend of mine, a fashion designer, had like a studio where she like worked. So they were like pattern cutting tables and like you know like fashwan everywhere you know like crazy fashwan so he came in and was like what the fuck and I'm really lo-fi like I just turn up with my bag like wherever we are yeah fuck it we can shoot here okay fine we want to go outside let's go outside I don't give a fuck you know so he kind of turned up and was obviously used to a certain kind of studio the kind of American way of doing things where you sit down for lunch and there's caterers Mm. and all of that and I'm just there like bunning a zoo with like a mate of mine in like a fashion designer studio with like a makeshift bit of fabric and stuff. But you know, he was, he was nice. He, um, he looked into my eyes and he told me that he could stare into my eyes for days. And I was like, yeah, well, I've got this now. It's going to be cool. So yeah, we were chill. It was fine. But you know what? Then, On the plane back. And the funniest thing was that we were in East London, right? And he looks out of the window and he turns around to me and he goes, 
So you guys have projects here? And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, that's kind of like hipster East London. But yeah, we do. Yeah. Like, that's not it, though. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he was a bit confused. How long was the shoot? Like, was there ever a time when it was like, okay, mm. don't really know what to talk to him about now? <laughs> no, there, there was a moment when I started smoking a cigarette and that, that wasn't good. Like, you know, the weed was fine, but I smoked a cigarette and he like didn't like it. Really? Yeah, he walked away. He did. He just walked away, but he came back in the end. And then he fed himself <laughs> grapes for my camera. So, you nice. know, it's like, it's all right. It was all right in the end. Yeah. No matter, no matter how bad things got, you can always say you had the future stare into you. Yeah, literally. Rather than the other way around. And he could, this is what I mean about Michael. That's an absolute ledge right there. That's, <laughs> Thanks, that's, man. Thanks, Beth. getting all emotional, man. I've gave you so many compliments today as well. Like, this son has done him good. His skin is shining right now. For now. <laughs> True. For now, exactly. It. Touch wood. Touch wood every time you say True. it now. Uh, you're not only... You're not only an esteemed um, grime photographer, but you're an award winner as well. Oh, that. You think I didn't know that, <laughs> innit? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, you fuckers do your research, yeah, don't man. you? Well, do you know what? You do, you, you do your research as you go along. I think within our creative circles, you never stop doing research. Yeah, and You also, find that I'm shit sure. about people as you go along, you put two and two together later on when you're actually talking to them, you remember things, innit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure I put that as a line on my Instagram anyway, so it was like not that difficult to look at. But yeah, no, that happened. It was weird, that. Um, what award was it? WBW? Yeah, the... Oh, fuck. It's the Women's Something Something what? Award. How do I not know Words this? by Women. Yeah, Words by Women, that. Yeah. And I knew that all along. Um, but I didn't even know that it, I had won this thing. So I get an email and it was like, come to the award ceremony tonight. You know, you, you're up for this award, blah, blah, blah. And I just like, for me, it was like spam, you know. I thought it was just... Junk. I actually thought I was being scammed. I was like, well, you want me to pay money to yeah. come to something? So I like delete this thing like... Then I get a phone call and they're like, hi, Olivia, you know, just, you you know, you're coming to the awards ceremony tonight. And I'm like, go back in your junk, like, scroll down, <laughs> move to <laughs> inbox. Literally, and I'm, I'm like, well, what is the award? And they're like, photographer of the year. I'm like, am, am I up for it? And she's like, yeah, and, you know, we'd really like you to come to the ceremony. So in my mind, I'm like, I've won. <laughs> like, not only, because they don't invite you on the day, like, mm. this is the day. She's like, it's tonight. But Looking I was in Debenhams for a dress. No, I shit you not. I shit you not. Right, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, so I'm like, mm, but no, I can't come. She's like, why? I'm like, because it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I can't dress myself and be there for six. Like, not an award ceremony. I'm just That's gonna. Crazy. Have to know. She's like, oh well, can you send us an acceptance speech in case you win? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So I sat down and wrote this like. I don't even know what it said. It was something like sisters are doing it for themselves. That's how it started because it was Kay Burley doing like the, reading the things out. Uh -huh. So I'm like, that's what I want her to say. You yeah, know, that'd yeah. be excellent. Yeah. Anyway, I kind of then like forgot about it. Went to my friend's house who's been practicing Reiki. So I'm being reiki yeah? And I'm like in my zen. That's that non <clears throat> Yeah, they don't touch you. They just... Massage. It's like thing. probably bullshit, but he enjoys uh, yeah, it. So I'll lie yeah, down well, for an hour yeah, if it's sorry, Richard, you know. Conversation. Like, but he's holistic and a healer and, and go to Richard. Um, but yeah, no, so I'm, I'm in my zen and then I sit up and like go to my phone as you do because I've had an hour away from it and that's stressful. And it's... I've been tweeted. Oh, you've won. Oh my God. Women of the year, you know, photographer... Women of the year? Like giving myself kudos here. Photographer of the year award. I'm like, okay, amazing. The awards ceremony happened. 
Yeah, and that was it. And then I got sent, somebody painted a portrait of me, my fan art, my nice. one and only piece of fan art. Yeah, <laughs> I liked so it. Cute. Yeah. That's a strong look. Did you, did you find it somewhat like bittersweet though, winning an award that was established because women don't get enough opportunities and just um, enough exposure, enough anything within certain sort of aspects of, you know, the creative industries. Because I feel like that when, I feel like that towards like the Mobos. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that towards One Extra. Yeah. I feel like I'm glad it's there, but it shouldn't have to be there. It shouldn't be segregated like that. Someone shouldn't have took it, someone shouldn't have had to take it upon themselves to make something because they felt segregated. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. And in that sense, like the whole, you know, like when I actually realised that I'd won it, I went and researched what the hell this thing was. No, literally, it was like that. That's how it went. And I was like, okay, this is actually quite a like brilliant thing that they've Absolutely. done. And before I became like full-time photography to make my money to, you know, live, I was working in newspapers. So I was like a picture editor. I mean, I've done the rounds. I've sold my soul to Heat Magazine, to The Mirror Online, you know, like I've done all of the showbiz sections. So, you know, like I was kind of like deeply in that journalistic media world I see how it works I've worked in newspapers they are literally run by men who are slapping their metaphorical dicks all over the office Mm. left right and center but me and you will see this I'm bullshit I'm that girl who you know I just don't give a fuck about men like that Mm. and I work well in that environment I've always worked in that environment from 18 I started at the Daily Mail that's where I was when I was 18 I would never work there again ever ever but you know tough do you know what they, I used to cry like once a week when I was there at 18 years old as like a fucking intern somebody there would make me cry once a week and that I was like fuck this nobody's ever making me feel like this and it was and you know like I've had it time and time again like people at you know various newspapers I don't know something will happen and you know somebody will turn around and be like I why the fuck would I be interested in football and I'm like really are we that basic that are we that basic it? Yeah. here yeah Fucking and no. not just that but like the lack of diversity is mad you know like you walk through an office of like 50 plus crusty white men <laughs> no but they are they mm. all look a bit like sad and alcoholic and I'm so sorry for my old colleagues but you know like it's true and it's not normal and there's no like freshness and there's no it's just dull yeah agree yeah <laughs> Like literally, and then you'd get these kind of like pockets, the kind of newer sections, the online sections, yeah, you know? Yeah, the online section, Where you'd section, find people you can yeah. kick it with and you're like, oh, thank fuck, oh, you know? Man, like, yeah. It's always the online section. It's good for lunch, man. Like, no, seriously. <laughs> or like, a spliff, you know? And somebody would be like, yeah, and I'd be like, finally, you yeah. know, someone to go out at lunchtime with. But yeah, I mean, I, I brought myself up in that world. So I don't know, going back to what you were saying, you know, I think, yeah, it's like definitely necessary, but I don't feel bittersweet about it. You know, it's great that people are doing it and we just kind of have to push forward with all of this, you know, like as much as we can and people have their reasons to not be able to move past certain things, but we really do have to just like push forward now, so. Have you ever turned down a shoot? Yeah, loads. For any loads. particular reason? What's the worst reason you've turned a shoot down for? Um... Oh my God, I've turned so much stuff down. I think I think that's one of the things that I do that has kind of helped me be me is knowing exactly what I do and don't want to do. There are certain publications. Like I always think to myself, okay, the internet lasts forever now. And when somebody Googles my name, 
like if some rubbish shit that I'd done, you know, just for the money or just for the sake of it, you know. <clears throat> to get games That's in so the in Exactly. Year. Is the first thing that comes up, which it inevitably will be, especially, <clears throat> sorry, if it's like, you know, a big money job or whatever. I just, can't, I don't want to be known for that. I don't want my first set of billboards to be something that I couldn't do. My first job ID ever offered me, I said no to. Can you imagine? Seriously. I wanted to shoot for ID since I was like little, you know, and I like loved this magazine so much. And then it was, it was because they wanted me to do um, clubbers at night with a flash and I shoot daylight. Mm. And that's what I did. You know, daylight was my thing. And I was like, how can I have my first like major platform that I really want to be in showcase something that I don't do? It's like being a, a fucking grime MC and somebody saying, yeah, we've got this amazing gig. You're headlining a country show. Yeah. And you're like, but <laughs> not only can I not do that, and but it will be shit. And why do I want everyone to know me for that? So yeah, I've turned down loads of things. You know, I've turned down, I've turned down money because it's. <clears throat> I really believe in my art. What I do is my art, and it's expensive. It costs me so much money. All of my disposable cash goes on film processing, prints, lenses, lenses. You know, like camera maintenance. You know, driving myself around, props, all of that stuff. You know, and for me, the whole. Like, I wouldn't be shooting if I was shooting digital. Sorry to the digital photographers, because what you do is amazing. But I shoot film. And for me, it's like the chemistry, the alchemy, the ma- there's actually magic in that process. Not just that, but there are people involved in that process. Like <clears throat> the boys in the lab, shout out John and Cos, they're amazing at Labyrinth. And my boy, Robin Bell, who is literally like, I call him my uncle. He looks like Father Christmas. He does my black <laughs> and white printing. He did the whole book. Like... They have to become part of my life. I'm freelance, you know. You do that, like, lonely, wandering thing. And these are the people that are, like, my office, you know. I need them in my life. They need to be part of the process. So... Do you prefer using film instead of digital, is it? I never use digital. I mean, for a start, like, I just... I don't know, I can't really shoot with digital. For some reason, there's, like, a block. But for me, the difference is it's not about the quality anymore. It's not about anything like that. You can achieve what you can achieve with film, with digital. But it's about the fact that every time I push the button, and I don't shoot 35 men, I shoot medium format. So I get 10 frames for every roll. And every roll costs me 30 quid from front end to back end. Okay, so it's three pounds a picture. So every time I push the button, it's got to be three worth pounds. It. Yeah. It's got to be worth it. Yeah. So it's like I will. A little cash oh my machine. gosh, that's mad, yeah. you know. Right. So so I actually believe that for that reason, I will. I don't know. I'm I'm quite slow in composing my image. I can shoot quite quickly because yeah. I don't overshoot as well. But the other thing I was thinking the other day is with digital, you can find the perfect shot, right? Mm. I'm about the imperfect shot. Like when I have an edit because I've only shot X amount of pictures, you know, there might only be like three, if, if someone's moving or whatever, that are in focus. I only have three to choose from. There's something in that, you know, because I've got to choose from one of those three. So you, I don't you know, you just, you don't always, you, exactly, yeah. you don't always pick the perfect thing. Yeah. Do people like still hit you up now? Like, let's collaborate. Yeah. For All like the time. Free. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. But do you know what? I think like, And it's in any creative game. I'm sure everyone will say the same thing. You know, there's certain people that I would work for free with or for, you know, because you want to collaborate in that way. And because it's not about money, it's about something so much more than that. But there are other jobs that I just cannot understand why people, you know, like people really do still think that they can pay you in like product. 
I had a company, I'm not going to say who they are because, you know, maybe one day you will pay me. But, <laughs> you know, they they literally offered to pay me, me, not just me, but me and my loved ones. For a start, my loved ones don't fucking go to work for me. But anyway, in jeans. In Levi's, jeans. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. In jeans. I don't know, you know, that's kind of lit. Nah, like, not how really. many pairs are we talking? Fuck off. Lifetime supply, baby. If it's a lifetime supply, then I'd say yeah, because I could sell them. That shoot, right, was going to cost me 500 quid. That's how much my expenses were going to cost me before anyone even paid me a fee. I do a lot of work, you know, for just expenses because it's kind of like the payoff because people expect you to shoot with digital and there are things that I will do for expenses. But if you're going to pay me in jeans... (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to pay out 500 quid. Where's my rent money coming from? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Somebody so tell true. me, please. Because yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't say to my landlord, do you know what this month, you and your loved ones are getting jeans. <laughs> every size, every <laughs> colour. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, and the rent, the rent will just you know be 50 I mean? pound after that. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, that's not going to work. So I can't eat Levi's. So, you know, I wish I could though. You can't take it to the bank and be I like, hey. I could try. <laughs> you know, Levi's on the right person. You might want to. Anyway, but, let me let me not go down that road. You see, when they offer you stuff, how, how do you TBC decline them? Are you, the do you do you tell them like, or do you say, well, like, I don't accept. I only accept cash. Like, there's no jeans, no trainers, no hats. Just yeah, like cash. I'm not I'm not going to be a dickhead about it. You know, like I know how to be polite to people. I think there's a fine line, you know, because the other thing is you don't know who's contacting you. You don't know who in the office is doing it. It might be someone at the top saying to some poor, like, you know, newbie starter who doesn't know what they're saying. Mm. And you don't need to be a prick to someone, Do I don't you, think. Are you tactful, but honest? Yeah, or, I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'll because always, I think I'll always express. Need... I'm not going to go down the, you know, I need money to pay my rent road, but... I'm I'm going to say, Infer look, it's not that, realistic that, yeah. for you to pay me in product, yeah. you know, like for me to do this job, these are the expenses you would mm. need to cover and this is my yeah. fee. If you can do that, excellent. Can't wait to work with you. Yeah. If not, thank you and goodbye, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. You don't have to tell someone about say themselves. Say that again. I'm going to write it in my notes. <laughs> that sounds sick. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to play it back on the podcast, babe. Episode 48, Olivia Rose. <laughs> not that hard, man. man. <laughs> But you're right though, I think there are certain brands that I, I would I would one hundred percent work with for free just because I've always loved that brand and it would be mm. it's like acquiring a new mate. Maybe not brands. You see, this is the no, thing, because, because I, a brand has money, so yeah, a brand true. should pay you. I'm talking about like, you know, if it's like a young artist, for example, mm. who wants press shots yeah. and they don't have, you know, a lot of a lot of them are unsigned as we know now, you know, they don't have thousands of pounds. They don't even have the 500 quid to cover my expenses. But if I believe in you and think you're sick, I'll come and shoot your picture. There are people who I want to shoot their picture. You know, I stop people on the street. I'm not joking. It's like, skirt! (laughs) And then I'm out of the car, you know, on a double red, getting a ticket because it's worth it because I've seen a face that I cannot let leave my life. And I'll shoot you on my bill, you know? Yeah, of course, yeah. So, you know, in in that sense, I don't think nowadays, you know, what I don't like is people taking the piss out of everyone. We all get the piss taken out of us, creatives, in lots of different ways by lots of big brands. I don't want to do that anymore. But what I meant was, I don't mean necessarily a clothing brand, like a jeans brand. Like, say, for instance, right, a car brand. If a car brand wanted me to work with them and they were offering me a free car, and or, or just, like I said, a brand that Yeah, but that's different. That I... The value of that car, you could sell that car on, you mm. know, like, that or is Or just a brand that again. created something that I've always loved. Yeah, but the brand that's created something that you've always loved, do you still love that brand if they won't pay their creatives? Discuss. 
to a degree. If they've got yeah. money and they're not paying you, then that's just not right. It's just not a good example for the future. It's not a good well, the thing setup. Is, is my, well, the thing is, I suppose it's my at my discretion whether I take it or not. Anyway. Yeah. If they're offering you the opportunity and then they say, look, we, we're not offering a budget for it, but we are offering you the opportunity to work with us. And it's going to be, say, for instance, seen on a massive platform that I can't get onto otherwise. And like I said, it's with a brand that I've always, I've always wanted to have some dealing with, not for the money, just for the opportunity. Then I, I would do it. Well, yeah, no, I do hear what you're saying. You know, like I've kind of case in point, the... Skeptic cover I did with the Guardian guide. Now you think like a big media company like the Guardian have loads of money to be doling out, and it's a cover shoot. You think you know I got X amount of money. Mm. I wouldn't I don't... even because every time I read their website, I always get that thing about we need yeah, money. Yeah, actually, we need money. Yeah. So, but you know, it's 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 a brand that people might expect to have loads yeah. of money knocking yeah. about, you know, and they don't. And they offered me a cover for a start, my first cover, and it was with Skepta, someone who had been you know, one of the hardest people to pin down for the book. So yeah, you know, win-win for me. I'm going to take that opportunity and, you know, it will cost me X amount of money and they'll give me back some, you know, Yeah, there are token. terms and conditions to everything. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like a blanket statement where I was saying, if I love a brand, I'll work with it. I'll work with them even if they're not offering money. There are terms and conditions. Yeah, but I think you have you do have to be really, really careful because even if it's a brand that you really love, if they have money and can pay you, they should be paying yes. you because yeah. otherwise they are just stealing from you. And it's not right because the more people that do it, and do you know what? This is one of the problems I think with digital photography because a lot of people don't realize the worth of their images because they can go out and shoot for free. You know, that's the difference. Like an evening shooting costs them only their time, you know? So people start doing that. So brands start thinking that they cannot pay people. And it's like a vicious cycle, you know? You can't blame the little individual, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to make sure that people with money are paying you. Even if it's like a nominal fee, just make sure you get something. Don't have the piss taken out of you. It's that frustrates me. Young people. Mm, you sound like you've real. been in a couple of them situations. Yeah. So many. Mm, but that's same. the thing, you know, you've got to learn because you, and you know, you undersell yourself and then you realise suddenly what you're worth. And but I suppose I've, you, I've, you build. I've been in situations, in fact, quite, quite recently with a brand, which I won't name, where they asked me to sort of collaborate with them on something before. But the PR company they were going through I knew I had a good relationship with them anyway. And I stated to them, look, I will do this once, but I want it to mean that there is a guarantee of a maintained relationship. And the next time I work with you, then you've got to get some coin out. It's as simple as that. And sure enough, they did come back another time and didn't even bother to be talking shit about no budget. They knew that I'd stated my terms the last time. So I think sometimes it can be an investment for the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe in that, you know, like kind of like a trial run to... Mm, you know, you the know ones I, yeah, I think it depends like what stage you are. Absolutely, in your career yeah. as well. Because like, if you're starting out, you'll take everything like... Gas. But you exactly, shouldn't. I think exactly. that's what Olivia's saying yeah, though. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. just take everything because you're starting out. Because even but if you are like just starting, starting out, out... You don't really know your worth though when you're no, starting out. No, but then out. the fact of the matter is they do, otherwise they wouldn't want you. Do you know what I mean? If you're worth yeah, something, true. a brand approaching you, they know that you are worth something. And if, if you were, you're not worth nothing because otherwise they wouldn't even be coming to you. By virtue of the fact that they're even coming to yeah, you, that's true, man. then you are worth something. And it's more than, like you were saying, the garments that were probably made for like £3.50. And yeah, they might sell at retail for like 20 times that, but we know how much you made it for. Yeah, and I think it's it's like, 
at some stage you've got to stop being gassed that people are offering you free things mm. and understand how actually that's insulting. Yeah. Because you're worth more than free some product that they don't even pay for, you know? Mm. It's not like they're buying you... That That's the other thing, you know, when... You know, certain brands try and pay me in jeans. You know, like, I don't, I don't wear that certain brand's jeans, so I didn't want them. Mm. Even if they were free, I so didn't look, want how them. How did you they know? come like, back to you though? So you sent them that email. Was they just like, oh, thank you. Hopefully, we'll work with you in the future. I can't remember. Shut it through my email. I can't remember how they came back to me. Because yeah, I don't know, maybe they never. Do you know what? I feel like that email, yeah, would definitely get sent. Like, guys, help me out. What do I reply to this? Like, yeah. there's quite yeah, a few around people the office. That, oh no, quite a few people that helped that email to be sent back to you. Like, thank you. Anyway. But then the thing is, I think I it think... was. I think it was. I think it was just a polite, you know, like thank you for getting back to us. We don't have a budget, right? Or maybe actually, I think what maybe actually happened was it went through someone else. Yeah, I was going to say, a yeah. lot of the time brands outsource to a PR company. Yeah. And PR companies have, you know, let's be candid about it, they'll have a list, they'll have a contingency if Olivia Rose says no yeah, when yeah, we yeah. offer her jeans instead of cash. Poor man's Olivia Rose. <laughs> let's, go, let's, go, let, let's go down the, um, like... Let's go down the list, do you know what I mean? And offer it to someone else. No, totally. There's always somebody who will work for cheaper than you and yeah. work to a different spec. You know, that's why, I don't know, I'm really stubborn with what I do. You know, like when you were asking me, do I turn things down? Yeah, I turn things down. But also I'm not right for certain jobs. I'm like very stubborn with how I shoot. You know, I don't shoot digital tests. I will do you a Polaroid. That's as much as you're getting. <laughs> it's not because you know, for, or for any other reason than this, like... But that's what makes you... That's what makes yeah, it's you... true. Like, separates you from the rest because you think yeah. about everyone's walking around with a memory card in their camera, snap, go home, manipulate the image, put it out in their photographer. But when you're dealing with film, you have to hope that the negatives come out right, that the, the process of it, get the people that's doing the... host developing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is on point. Yeah. They're not messing up your pictures. Yeah. Then you have to analyse them yeah. and like... It's, I think the way you're doing it is more authentic. Like It's braver. Yeah. Well, I, I like to think that it's... like I always like to bring things back to music because I shoot so many musicians. So nowadays, like, if I'm trying to explain... Because people always ask me, what's this bit of equipment? You know, like, oh, you shoot film. And for me, it's the difference between using, like, synthetic instruments and... Yeah. Is really? that right? Yeah. Syn yeah. Synthetic Synths. instruments? Synths. Synthesizers. Synthesized instruments. Yeah, yeah, sy yes. And a real band, basically. Mm, mm. I, I was I'm, gonna, I'm the real band all day long. So. Yeah. I was going to come close to that and say, it for me, it's the difference. My, my DJ is a purist. He will not take CDJs. You, when when we'd sort of tour or do gigs or whatever, that's his. That's his only specification on his tech rider. Make sure they're not CDJs. He can't do it. And he's like, that's for me. It doesn't feel like I'm DJing. Yeah. I'm relying too much on. On, on a computer, basically. Yeah. Do you know I just, I, mean? I don't believe in pixels. I just don't believe in pixels. Do you know what I mean? That's I remember, it. It's just bottom line. Like I just don't day, believe in pixels. Like one of my first phones, I used to get gas because it was like 8.2 megapixel. Do you remember that? Yeah. Or is it just me who used to get gas? Yeah, maybe no, I used to get gas in the megapixels, 100%. <laughs> I used to look at the phone and look <laughs> get at Get gas off the megapixels. I used to look at the Big like, time. Are you used not? To be Big like, time. 10.2. I used to be like, you mad? Yeah. <laughs> I used to get gas off megapixels. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm definitely a digital photography, but I I I can't tell you what I prefer aesthetically. But I've never had the pleasure of owning a film camera, apart from maybe like when I was really really young, just yeah, one of yeah, the yeah. basic ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, what I always say Showing to people, just get there. a disposable. 
Yeah, I look do at love what disposable... Hyper Frank does, you know, yeah, like with yeah, her little real. disposable cameras. She's like, what she uses ha- yeah. disposable cameras. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm hotting her up a little bit here, you know, like sometimes it's disposable. Well, that's I more think. She keeps buying cameras, but they all break on her, which is quite funny. And then I get a phone call, like, how do I fix this? I'm like, I don't know. Take it to the shop. Like, I don't know. What's but yeah, the, like, <clears throat> what's the first photo you you were proud of? What what photo did you look at and go, oh, I'm, I'm a photographer now? Was it accidental or did you, did you go out with the intention of taking a photo that you loved and, and knew you could always kind of look at and go, the, the, I really feel something about this photo? Um, there were like six questions in one there. The um, ma- yeah, sorry. The, ma- the main one was, was it, all right, I'll tell you what, was your photography career accidental or was, there, yeah, yeah. was it intentional? Basically, Oh, I hate saying this, but there's, you have to say it to explain the story. My dad's a photographer. And so I dropped my surname, Olivia Rose. I have a surname as well. I'm not going to say it. Um, and he used to shoot lots of like famous people and stuff and has taken some amazing pictures. And I never wanted to be compared to that. I didn't get, up with my, uh, didn't get along with my dad growing up. So I went to art university. Like I wanted to be an artist. I went to all girls private girls school they were like no you don't go and do art you go to Oxford and you do law or you do medicine and I was like no I'm going to do art wanted to be like a painter or any literally anything but a photographer that was like not on the list and then as I did my foundation year I ended up in like a photo media you know like everything every road pointed to photography and I'm like a mad high achiever like I can't bear to miss a grade I'm like I'm that I'm that girl I'm that girl at school you know like didn't miss a grade revising hard like not really. Like, I'm just like, I, I have a photographic memory. So like, I swear I would just like look at a textbook and then be like, set, done, ready oh, to go. That's you know? like, so it was, lit. Yeah, it was good. I had a friend like that. Just used to read like two nights before. Yeah, literally. That's but I, could, I could make it all into a rhyme, you know, when you do that, when you put the letters. So I'd have like T-R-X-Q-P-Y-Z or whatever. And then that would mean a sentence. And that would be like the basis of an essay. Like it was mad. Yeah, like literally mad. My brain works in a weird way. But um, where the fuck was I? My dad, photographer, school, university, all paths led to photography. So I ended up... (laughs) 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 Provided an example straight away. (laughs) Where's she going with this? (laughs) This is lit. Um... So yeah, no, no other course accepted me. Photography, fashion photography was the only course that accepted me. And I was like, the fuck? I was like, well, I better take it. I better go and do it. And was trying to leave. I wanted to go and do journalism. Like words is the other love of my life, kind of. Um, so I'm trying to leave and trying to leave. And then this amazing tutor came, a guy called Itai Doron, who I'm still friends with now. And he had the most amazing cheeky eyes, this like... Israeli guy and he used to say body of work do a body of work and I was like (laughs) okay I'll do a body of work like anything you say Um, and he was the first person to turn around to me and he was like why are you hating on yourself all the time that you're so different from everyone else I was shooting Polaroids at the time obsessed Polaroids everyone else is on a digital wave this is what many years ago like how many years ago? I'm 31, so it was time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. So it was like right when digital was huge, you know, digital shooting skinny women on white backdrops with flash. Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to shoot my gay male friends on Polaroid, right? So that's what I did. And was kind of like hating every step of the way. I just felt like everyone else was amazing and I was just some like fucking pretentious, freaky. <laughs> pulling these like Polaroids out the back of my camera, you know? And this tutor said to me, 
why are you hating on yourself for being different from everyone else? You know, you know that that's the thing that makes you... You. You. And I was like... Do you know hmm. what I think is sick about Polaroids as well? That you have them in your hand. Like yeah. They are there. Like Instant. you don't need to go and upload them. Yeah. They're actually there. Yeah. No, they're amazing. Is, like, is it, can you, can you confirm or deny? Is that a myth that you're not meant to, sh- that you're not oh God, meant I'm to so shake them? Or are you... to confirm and deny this for you. <laughs> okay. You do not shake it like a don't Polaroid picture. Them. No, oh because they, so they must be kept yeah. warm. So you. Misled everyone. Shake it like a No, you stick it under your armpit like a Polaroid picture. That's what Ah, yeah. That doesn't have the same ring to it. I can see why you went with shake. Or between the thighs. But, you know. Better to go with the armpit, I say. Yeah. More so my assistants walk around with Polaroids under their armpits. Because we're just shake. warming them up, you know, incubating them, getting them ready to pull. <laughs> just protecting nice. them. Yeah, exactly. But don't shake it. Never shake it. Do you have a favourite picture out of every single one that you've taken? <gasps> um, I see one on your Instagram. Okay. Stormzy and his mum. Stormzy and his mum is a good that one. That picture was crazy. Yeah, that is a good one. Do you know what? That was taken in an Oxford pub. Really? Was like, it when he the did places. the uh, when he went to the university? Yeah, when he went to the university and did the talk. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. Do you know what? I love that. Ah, oh, it's hard. A favorite, so hard. Maybe like there's one of gigs that was in Brick Magazine, and it's him. Cap on. Yeah, Red he's cap on like a gold backdrop, and he's in red. That's a sick photo. He looks so yeah, great. That's yeah. a sick photo. No, that was a good picture for me. The Skeptic cover, amazing. Um, listen to me, like big myself. It's like a top five, amazing. Top five. So you, yeah, that you... is top five. I mean, some from the book as well. Like I was so when I first when I sat with the designer, she's called Laura Liggins. Big up Laura Liggins. She never gets a shout out, and she did so well. The design of the book, I think, is like one of the sickest things about it. So, big up Laura Liggins. Yeah, literally. I'm gonna make her listen to this. She's gonna be so gas. <laughs> um, Hi Laura, how are you? You're right. Hi Laura. She's so pretty as well. Laura's so pretty. Yeah. Um, we had this evening where we printed out, you know, on like big bits of paper the entire book. I think it took like it took like two and a half hours for the things to print out. So I'm like, I'm gonna have a spliff, you know, I had a spliff and like we waited around. And when I saw this whole thing and she gave the pile of printouts to me to take home. I don't know why I'm telling this story. I burst into tears in my car on the way home because I was like, fuck me. Tears of we joy. started in January and that thing went to print. I feel like I'm going to cry now. That I'm thing sorry. went to print in like June. Like, I don't know why me and Hattie thought that that was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll shoot a genre in like five months of MCs that you can't pin down ever at any point ever <laughs> and that you're going to be chasing around London. I like almost lost my mind doing that book. Seriously. And when I saw it all like kind of come together. And it, it got so much recognition as well. It was like, amazing. It must have felt so overwhelming to Do you know what? get out there. As well, again, like big up Hattie for like, you know, she got she got grime on the national news like three times in a week. I don't know I if you guys noticed on, that. It was mad, yeah, you I know. Saw, I think it was BBC she was talking about yeah. one morning. <laughs> yeah, BBC, Club. Channel 4. Four. Yeah, she was yeah. all over the shop, you know, sitting with Rich here and someone else there. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Do you know what? She's, you know. Hattie's yeah. like that. Yeah, the, the power of Hattie Collins is an amazing thing, you know. So for me, like I, and and in a way, I really wanted to make her proud. You know, this is her baby that she's been, you know, in bed with, so to speak, as long as it's been alive. So that sounds so weird. I don't know why those two analogies <laughs> together are so it's fucked up. But it's a little boo. You know what I mean, you know? Um, so I really wanted to make her proud. And that that moment when I saw everything together, I was like, I think I've done Hattie proud. So that for me, I was like, yeah, okay. Was it hard putting together a book? When I say hard, obviously the MC side of things, but like like publishing it, getting publishers, the writing, making sure you don't sound corny and like... Yeah, yeah, nightmare. 
it was all it was all a nightmare, you know. Like me and Hattie both went into deep hell at separate stages, like deep, deep hell. Breakdown hell, yeah. Yeah, breakdown hell, yeah. Like hardcore, like gone dark on each other. Stop talking. Like right at the crucial, crucial moments, you know, like it was mad, you know. And and basically we kind of got to a point where we were like, fuck, we've taken on so much. You know, there were so many people to shoot. There were, and I'm obsessive, you know, it was just like that first shoot where Hattie challenged me to get on with the MCs, you know. Hattie, and she always laughs about this because she said that she never knew this until she met me, but she's a glass half empty kind of a girl. So she's like, there's no way we're going to get dogs out of the woodwork or whatever. And I'm like, no way, you say. (laughs) And And, you know, me, like I'm not, I've not and never have been part of the scene, you know. So I'm just literally going off of, you know, like friends I've made, like who was nice to me, who might have his number, how might I go about doing this? You know, I was just like messaging people, like going for spliffs here and there, you know, trying to get a little bit, you know. And in a way, you're kind of like manipulating the situation. But I just had this kind of challenge. Like every time Hattie said to me that there was someone we weren't going to get, I was like, well. I'll show you. Challenge accepted. Well, so yeah, you know, like in the end, there was this moment when she went, she went into her deep writing hell because she'd done, you know, what, like 12 weeks of, um, you know, interviews and recordings and then had to write a book. Nightmare. And and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to scan. I can't even remember how many images I shot. It was thousands and thousands of images. You know, I sat, I sat for a week scanning, literally a week and I barely slept. I mean it, I was there like, zzz, zzz, the sound of that scanner like haunts me still to yeah. this day. Um, and yeah, we had loads of people left to shoot. I I kind of had to go into this like mad, do you know what, big up Danny Weed for sending me loads of numbers. Like, you know, like we had a little game going. I was like, Danny, please. Like, <laughs> I don't know anyone. He's like, the go-to you know, guy though. Yeah, no, seriously. And I'm like, what's the chances that you can get in touch with Devil Man? And he's like, Devil Man? I'm, I'm like, just talking to you yesterday. <laughs> Literally, like, mad. all these mad numbers. So I'm, like, driving up and down the country. Like, we went we went to New York. We went to Amsterdam oh with Kano. God. It was just a madness. Like, the whole thing was a madness. Spending Hattie's BA Avios points. Like, But on the publishing side of things, you know, what was difficult is that... Oh, again, tricky saying things out loud. Let's hope they don't listen to this. But, yeah, it was, it was difficult because I think we went with a big mainstream publisher, you know, like their regular, I think, uh, kind of print runs are like 30,000, you know, and this wasn't that. It's a niche thing. And, you know, in a a way, I think it was kind of, kind of like a cool project for them. So I think, I don't know, you know, kind of looking back, we've talked about it loads, you know, and we'd sit in the room with the publishers and obviously we're two white girls. We'd be in a room with a load of white people and it just all felt a bit wrong, you know? Like there was something about it that didn't quite connect. But we made that decision and that's what we did. And, you know, because of them, we've been able to distribute to places that we otherwise wouldn't have done. And, you know, that means that grime can be shown to you know, different kinds of people and all of that. So, you know, there's swings and roundabouts to everything, but it's not easy. It's not easy. Like the one thing I would, I would really big up the publishers for is they gave us like complete creative freedom. We literally came back with a fully produced book. Like nobody stepped in on their side to say, no, you know, they couldn't. In, yeah. What could they say? No one know? Proofread it, they proofread got it. anything that you're doing. You know, me and me and Hattie, it, I think it was like the day before we went to print, we sat in the designer's house again. It took us eight hours. She read a page, she passed it to me, I read it. 
you know, we'd both circle what was wrong. I passed it back to her, you know, like it was like just us, us three sitting there, you know, me and the designer went through every image. That's so amazing like, though, because now you times. can look at it and be like, that's us, man. Yeah, totally. We did it. And also because I hadn't read the book, you know, so we're about to go to print and Hattie's just finished writing it and I'm like, I've got to read it. So I'm reading so it. Who, and who made like the deadline? The publishers? Yeah, the like, publishers made the deadline. By... Yeah. And do you know what? I'm pleased that we stuck to it. There's so much more we could have done, you know, and people have criticisms of the book. Of course they do. Everyone's going to have a criticism. But where we didn't include people with pictures, we tried to make sure that if they weren't speaking, somebody spoke about them. You know, like in a way, everything was included somehow. You know, I know people pick up books and they flick through it. They don't see themselves and therefore they're not in it, you know, and that's like a madness. It kind of wasn't like that. But we could have given ourselves what we could have we could have taken six years and done it you know but actually it came out it happened to be the same week or like the week before Skepta won the Mercury you know like just so much happened it was just the right time in the media about growing the time and and you know what that's how Hattie got you know the conversation into the national news and yeah I mean it's just been a bit of a madness really Mm. (laughs) I think that madness is the perfect place to go out on a a for a little break on Um, join us for the shorter segment where we'll be talking just shit that's going on in the world of music man do you have any suggestions on guests that you I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Would like to hear on here, then just drop us an email at tbcpodcast at grimedaily.com. Right, welcome back to the second, the shorter segment of this episode of TBC Podcast. We've got Olivia Rose as our special guest. And during the break, we were talking nans, as you do, grandmothers. And you made the revelation um, a few minutes, in fact, maybe about an hour after Ren and Bernie were sh- uh, showing off about going to OC or O'Shea Island. <laughs> the Essex Island. You actually have family in Bermuda. Yes, I do. And Got you're going out there, there later on this, like, later on Next this week, month. Next literally week, one fact. week, one yeah. week today. 
Yeah, I'm going to help my grandma move, my, my granny. She's moving house. So yeah, I've got family in Bermuda. It's uh, it's a madness. Never been lost in the triangle. Always a good thing. Mm. Um, but but yeah. you were talking about the the fact that it's... is, is Were you saying that the triangle itself is built... Is, uh, is situated on a crystal. No, Bermuda. Bermuda, Bermuda is, Sorry, yeah, Bermuda the, the island is like basically a big crystal rock, essentially. Mm. So when you get there, <clears throat> I always say, if anyone's spiritual at all, you'll understand. But like when you get there, it's the place that I feel most rooted. So when I land in Bermuda, I'm like, oh, I'm at home. And then whatever I'm feeling, you can ramp that up by a thousand. And that's what I'll be feeling the entire time I'm there. So if you think you're going to go to Bermuda to like get over a breakup, nah, like it's just going to make it worse. If you're feeling hungry, it's mad. Do you know what? Like even I, because I got... (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the pressure there is weird as well. Like I... I ride a moped when I'm over there and I was, oh, this is, this story is just a madness now because you're going to be like, what? Um, I was over there shooting uh, like a gang don basically. Um, and it was taking me absolutely ages to get his trust. And some other guys who presumably were from an opposing gang, it's a really small place. Like people know what you're there and, you know, that you're there, that you're doing something. Word gets around. I would see people look at me in bars, you know, certain kinds of people. Um, and these two guys ran me off the road and I dislocated my shoulder. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, it was madness. What, was you driving or you just walking? Yeah, I was riding a moped. What? So they rode r- right up next to me, rode me off the road. What? I came off the moped. And actually my shoulder popped out and then went back in again. And then some poor like ambulance man who came to help me up off the ground just picked me up by my arms and pulled my arm out the socket again. Oh my God. So obviously then I'm like in extreme pain, but still managed to, he's like coming into the back of the ambulance. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't worry. You've got such lovely green eyes. This man was handsome. I was like, don't worry. You're fine. so funny. Your arms all match up. Yeah, literally. I'm like, and honestly, it's quite quite a religious country. And when I got to the hospital, I I was in so much pain. I was just literally on repeat. Can't, can't, and can't. No, literally, just can't on yeah. repeat. Like it was mad, and they were like, literally, I could see the doctors like, give her drugs. Somebody give her drugs. Like, calm her shut down, her shut now. her up. <laughs> There's like religious people in this hospital. Yeah, they gave me good drugs that day. It was nice. Yeah, I remember that much. But yeah, they had to put, well, put crazy, me under, man. put me under, pop me arm back in, and then I went to Kingston. Next stop, Kingston, Jamaica, oh, with my arm in a sling. I was meant to be like hiring a car. I'm staying in some random Airbnb, like somewhere on the cusp of downtown. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I thought I was doing that year. I just wasn't a madness. Was that yeah. to shoot um, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. Exhibited. Where, was that exhibited? No, it wasn't. But that was back when I was like, I, you know, I still didn't even know I was a photographer. I just was doing things. And at the time I needed a break and... I was like, fuck it. My grandma lives in Bermuda. Why am I not going to go there for a couple of months? Because like, who wouldn't? And then, you know, they had a lot of gang problems going on over there. I was sort of intrigued. I've always been intrigued by anything that, you know, is completely other to my experience of growing up. Um, And so, yeah, I started kind of communicating with this guy. The the weirdest thing was that when I did finally photograph this guy, a guy called Prince Ednis. He's now passed away. Rest in peace, Prince. Um, He... I just about got his trust and then I had to leave and go to Jamaica. So I'm in Kingston and his 
gang that he was affiliated with were called Parkside. So I'm in Kingston, like on the roadside with the guys that I'd made friends with. It's like a couple of weeks into my stay. I'm feeling much more comfortable. This dude takes off his shirt, covered in tattoos, got a couple of teardrops down his face. And across his chest, it says Parkside, right? So I'm like, that's weird. Weird coincidence. Mm. Anyway, a couple of minutes later, he's like talking about Bermuda. I can't remember what he was saying. I think he was saying how expensive weed is in Bermuda because it is ridiculous because it's like really hard to get hold of. Like $50 a joint, ridiculous. Um, so I'm like, what? And I turned around and I said to him, um, you don't by any chance know, <laughs> you know, Prince of Parkside, do you? This guy, like, obviously immediately thinks that I'm feds or something. I'm like, no, give me the joint, I'll smoke it, like anything, yeah. you know, it's fine. He's like, how do you know him? I'm like, I've just come from Bermuda, like my family live over there. Like, I heard you talking about it, I've seen your tattoo. Yeah. He's like, that's my nephew. <gasps> this was his uncle tight pants. I shit you not. What? Uncle tight pants. Uncle tight pants, Great yeah. Name. The very Great same. Name. I met his uncle tight pants. And then I was meant to be going to New York after that. It was like a mammoth like traveling trip. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to New York. I'm developing these pictures and I'm getting straight back on a plane to Bermuda because that was my in with Prince, who was mm. so like difficult. I was like, I cannot not do this now. So I went back and and I didn't have his number. He's not someone that you can like ask on the street, you know, yo, do you know Prince? And can you give it? It's not like that. So I just sat on my moped on the road where I'd met him for hours, hours, hours. I waited there with these pictures, sat there waiting. And then by the time he like came around the corner, I'd completely forgotten myself. I go running up to him. Like all people around me are looking at me like, you don't go running up to Prince. I'm like, Prince, Prince, <laughs> you know, running across the road. Like, oh, you've got cream on. You look so lovely. It was like horrendous. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I met your uncle tight pants. <laughs> the fuck? Like, and that was just it. Immediately, there was like a trust that wasn't there before. So that's kind of how I got in with that. So yeah, that's, that's that mad story. Shout out, to uncle tight pants. Shout out to uncle tight pants. Yeah. Literally big up tight pants. Boy, I have no holiday stories. Like that. <laughs> do you know what? I've, I can't do like a regular holiday now because it just feels like a waste. So like that's I never, so there's never a holiday. Though. If I go away, I'm like either want to go somewhere where I can continue a project or somewhere where I can shoot people. So not with a gun. <laughs> the record. Yeah. So in Bermuda, um, do you do like, how would I put it? Nature shots like the sea and the sand and the... Not really, no. Yeah. I'm still, like I actually shot a whole series. They've got like a load of houses that are like kind of been left and are like dilapidated and have like all plants growing around them. It's literally like some scene from some creepy movie, you know, like somebody's just upped and left and like all of these island houses. That's kind of what I was shooting. I like to find the like urban thing. Okay. I've never been interested in like, you know, it's beautiful and I take myself, oh, this is sad, but I'm going to say it. I take myself on dates to watch the sunset in Bermuda, you know, like I love it, but that's not what I want to take my camera to. I want to just sit and appreciate that. You know, for me, it's always been about people and then the unexpected. So in Bermuda, you expect to shoot the sea and the sand and the beautiful yeah. things. For me, it was about, you know, whoever even hears about gang problems in Bermuda, you know, that's, that's what was interesting. It, or like, you know, it's one of the richest countries in the world. So I'll shoot all of the houses that are, have like gone to shit, you know, like that's yeah. what I've always been interested in. Have you ever been stopped with your camera traveling? Because, you know, like certain times with equipment, it's like... What, um, what are you doing with this camera? Are you working? Are you freelancing? in America? No, because I've got that like jolly posh white girl privilege so people like ten, and it's true like it's very true you know I can oh you know just you know I really love taking pictures and then somebody like just I'm thinks I'm a ditzy idiot through, yeah <laughs> but you know what in Jamaica when I arrived in Jamaica Kingston Airport scary airport Kingston Airport it's a shit oh, sorry Ooh, it was a lot that whole experience was a lot they, they were the only people who were like 
a little bit funny with me, but didn't do anything in the end. Oh, actually, no, I lie. Once when I went through Bermuda, because if they, if you're not searched in Bermuda, you're chill. If you are searched, you're like searched. So they went through, I had my portfolio with me, right? Yeah. Not to do any business on the island, literally, because my grandma lives there. And I was like, oh, she'll want to see my portfolio. She'd be proud. Of course, granny wants to see yeah, what you've been up to. of course, granny wants yeah. to see what I've been up to. So anyway, they're going through these pictures in my portfolio. And some of, the, some of them were like the ones that I'd shot in Jamaica. A couple were shot in Bermuda. And they were being well funny about that. Where was this shot? Where what? was that shot? Where was this shot? Oh, yeah, it was a bit nuts. I was I don't really know what they could have done. Mm. But I suppose, I guess, you know, they think that I'm selling work or whatever. But no, no one's ever stopped me with my equipment. People get pissed off with me because I am that person who's like, sorry, the film can't go through the x-ray machine. So you're going to have to check them one by one. <laughs> like literally, and they have to open every box. And I just stand there with like a cue behind me like, sorry, we'll be done when we're done. You know, like... <laughs> you must get really scared when traveling though, just in case. Because you know, like they love to just lose... Do you know luggage. what I'm scared about? This this whole take, take my phone and download all of my information thing at customs. Have you heard about what? this? I heard about that. Yeah, when you're going through the states and stuff, they now have like rights that they can take your phone. You have to give them your social media passwords. Already, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'll give them the this is grime ones. Like they're all safe, you know. Yeah. Like, or are they? My, I went to Chicago. <laughs> That's um, Why do I not know about this? I went to Chicago like last February. With uh, we, we were shooting a documentary on the um, the NFL draft, and my friend who was also the cameraman, he 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 was on an earlier flight. So once we landed, it was like two hours after he landed. Couldn't find him at the the place the the sort of um, agreed meeting place. And then about after about after about an hour of waiting from not knowing where he was, I started getting texts through to my phone from him. He had to use his phone secretly because he was being held by customs because he'd gone through and he'd had a camera, um, uh, uh, a laptop, and all this other paraphernalia that obviously he was using. And their problem is sometimes that you're there on their soil making money that an American citizen could be making. But then also like... And then to kind of get to the bottom of it, yeah, it's true. They 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 asked him all his passwords. They went on wow. all his social media. They went on his Facebook. You have to give it to them. Yeah. And, or they won't let you go. You're not even allowed to use your phone. Which is, yeah, I'm deleting all apps before I land. They don't believe you. Are no, because but it's they not even about the apps. They, 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 they have means of finding it because they'll ask. Everyone's got an email, for instance. Yeah, they'll but I've, you've got, I've got a different oh, yeah. email now six. because I'm savvy to this. I've got different email that I can give them. Don't listen to this customs people. I'm traveling in a week. But yeah, different email. Give them all the this is grind passwords, have mm. them. Take my Facebook. You ain't going to find anything on there. They can Google you as well. They can Google me. Do you, know what? Do you know what? Yeah, they can Google you, but I'm a photographer. So of course I would bring my camera on holiday. Yeah, but then, right? yeah, 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 but then that's their bone of contention because they're like, yeah. this is, you need this for your career, but you also need it for your personal life. How do we know that you're using it for your personal life and not business and not telling us so that we can tax you? Oh, they have to trust me. <laughs> I wish that was. I wish you could just say that to them and get away with it. Oh, you have to but trust can't, me. Can't you delete all your apps because I was thinking if that is happening to me, you I'm, can. But once they Google you, they don't need the, the app on your phone. Yeah, my name don't come up in Google. Yeah, but they'll just oh, write in twitter.com and then log in as you. They, they, I won't have Twitter. I'll just delete everything off my phone, like everything off my phone. Do you know so what when I was thinking? Phone, right, I'm just going to switch my phone off because you don't need it, and yeah. I'm going to put it in my in my baggage. Yeah. But the thing I and then I'll be like, so you, sorry, you're right, going to have to come with not... me to baggage reclaim if you want to look at my phone. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> and we all know how long that, that takes. takes. Yeah. So come on down. <laughs> I need a bit of company, mate. Yeah, coffee? Or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, get, they get musicians as well if, you, if you're going in with, with um, 
any kind of music equipment. I've seen, I, I watch some of them custom shows and that, and I've seen my, my friend, in fact, um, got banned for like a few months from going to LA because they were scared that she was, again, doing something on their soil that the Ameri- an American citizen could be getting paid to do. Do you know what this reminds me of? That time you said I can do a voiceover for that show. This cheeky bugger could come to oh, for Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Rebecca's voice was perfect for like um cops You know like and... this cheeky bugger <laughs> yeah, yeah. 40 miles per hour. Down a one-way street. <laughs> yeah. Down a one-way street. Two weeks ago street. he also said that um no, I'm joking, he's gonna he said that I'm the type of girl that uh orders a local. I'm never, gonna, I'm never gonna live this down, am I? No, I'm just gonna see no, how ever. every single guest feels about this. Yeah, you some, you, but this? every week I, I say mean, give it some content. You are the type of girl that's fucking local service. I am dead. Do you know what? She never gives it context. Ever. So All she do you know what he said about me one time? It's like I just looked at her and went, Rebecca, do you know what you look like? You look like the type of girl that uses a local no, cab service. I just like to see everybody's reaction because then it's like, I told you this is what it looks like. Out of context, it now sounds you know bad. But no. all I meant was she looks like me because I use local cab. <laughs> this is getting no. deeper and deeper. She Whoa. looks like me. Oh, forget it. What I meant was... She Save yourself like, now, Michael. Yeah, forget it. The hole gets deeper every fucking week. I was going to ask... Boy. <laughs> When you're Boy. taking pictures, um, do you listen to music or do you have anything that in the background playing? Always, or? always. I take speakers everywhere. Um, what do you listen to? Uh, oh, do you know what? Completely depends on the shoot. Um, but I tell you what's like a universal good one that nobody seems to complain about, Bob Marley. Yeah. True. Yeah, like True. quite universal good one. You can't, you know, the thing is, I'll tell you what was embarrassing. Once I had my phone on like, I don't know if it was on like full shuffle or what it was on a playlist. But the artist that I was shooting turned up as their track came on. Oh, I was nice. like, this is very, very yeah, dead. Yeah. Very not good. Very <laughs> I'm not, not I'm good. I'm not really your fan. <laughs> so I, was, I was literally like, I'm very, very sorry about this. And he's kind of looking at me like, oh, this is a bit... Ooh. Yeah. But, you know, I got him to eat peanut think, butter out of the jar in the end. So <laughs> <laughs> we were all right. I probably told this story before, but a similar thing happened to me with... Um, I met an artist. Uh, I, I was doing a a couple of tunes on uh, a sports show and there was uh, an athlete called Louise Hazel as, that was a guest on the show as well being interviewed. We became friends in the green room. The next day we, f- we found out we lived in the same borough. Um, she came around to mine the next day to hang out. But just before that, I, I, you know, I don't really, I'm not really that interested in athletics. Do you know what I mean? Like af- athletes aren't really household names for me unless they're like Linford Christie's or Agra- Paul Radcliffe. Or, yeah, Chris <laughs> or whatever. So, I did a little bit of research and I, I Googled her, got some Google images up um, after, you know, reading about her first, obviously. But then I left my computer on Google images that and then so closed, closed my so laptop. Awkward. So she comes around to my house and she's like, oh, what are we going to do? And I'm like, let's order some food. Let's go and just eat. Open my laptop. There, just glaring is did like the first. Fr- yeah, of course. My oh, laptop was like so on my lap moist. facing her. And I've just got nothing but photos of Louise Hazel on my screen. But she took it really well. I explained it. Well, that's, that's I really don't know. Nice. It was weird. If I walked in here and there was just a big old screen no, up, no, that, that would no. How, how that would be appropriate though? Be honest. No, this I don't is, know. That, this yeah, is a well, media yeah. setting. We'd obviously be doing research on you. That's that's my though. yeah. True. Like, do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, fine. Okay, you've stumped me there. Fine. You win. <laughs> Next question. In a social setting, that is weird. <laughs> 
That must have been well awkward though. So you, I mean, it was like, it's not. No, do you know? I just went to. A, this looks weird, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I just gave her the same explanation I just gave you two. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is, babe. <laughs> yeah. Literally, just, just I should have just gone all out and gone. Shut you know up, what? Bitch, you just caught me down, at the end of masturbating humble. over it these. It is what it is. Yeah. Don't be humble. <laughs> <laughs> be humble. <laughs> Sit down. Oh. Film, film. We were talking about films when we had a little smoke break as well. We were. You've got a favorite film of all time, and that's I know a very difficult question to ask because even mine changes from day to day. Yeah, yeah, that is a really, really difficult question. But do you know what? I do have a favorite song of all time, and I know what that is. But no, film, I don't know. Wait, I think this is a perfect... We should guess what your favourite song is. All right, Is fine. it a bait one? No. Girl or boy? It's a girl. Okay. It's a woman. It's a woman. woman. Yeah, it's a woman, but, but also... Is it Joni and, Mitchell? And a boy. No, it's not Joni Mitchell and you're out now. You can't guess again. Oh, woman and a boy. Say. Woman and a boy. Wait, okay. Well, it's a woman and a man. Woman okay. and a man. It's, but it's woman a woman is... and a man. Or are, so they, are, it... they, are they one as like, are they both... It's like, a collab. Kind of, And yeah. the woman is a lot bigger than the man. Literally, yeah. And also physically and... Okay. Is it Nelly right. and Kelly? No. <laughs> Kelly Price. You're out. Go on, girl. Oh, a woman and a man. Ron Isley, Kelly Price. What, what year are no. we talking? Like back no, in the day? That wasn't oh, yes, back in the day, song. yeah. No, but R. Kelly was on that. R&B or hip-hop? Neither. Barbara Streisand and some shit like that, innit? Piss off. <laughs> Is it like soul? Motown? Kind of, yeah. <gasps> Here we go. Okay, all right. Oh, all right, all right like you better be careful who you're talking nope. to. Oh, fuck. Nope. Wait, wait, we're getting warmer. We are getting warmer. Is the woman black or white? She's black. She's black. Wait. The fuck is that? Wait. Thank you, other one for me. Why am I singing? Here is where we are to be. Okay. Yeah. Sweet thing, thing, Shaka Khan and Rufus. Sweet thing, oh. one of the greatest songs of all time. And if you don't know it, you should get to know it for real. I hear the vocals though. Very good. Very good. Very good. That's the uh, next part of my career. That's what I'm moving into <laughs> next. Yeah, yeah. My EP's out uh, in September. Can I shoot the cover? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, do you it on can. Film. yeah, 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 you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. That's an interesting question, actually. Who would you get to shoot you if you Ooh. if you wanted your portrait taken? Um, Alive oh, or dead? That's a great question. There's so many sick photographers right now. Oh, I'd, oh, and they have to be alive, don't they? No, alive they're... or dead. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Ooh. Um, then it would be Richard Avedon, who did he did a series called In the American West, and I kind of think, in a way, that what I'm doing is kind of like the modern, urban. I hate that word version of mm. kind of his in the American West but yeah he he was one of those people who could get the essence of you yeah that's who I would want fair I wouldn't be able to afford that though unfortunately is he dead yeah he is I think he is if he's not sorry <laughs> be, be expensive to uh, resurrect him <laughs> awkward <laughs> Who would you like to shoot that you haven't shot yet like who's your what's your dream Kendrick Lamar D'Angelo Oh, Hopefully, D'Angelo this year. Less. I just feel okay, like look, I knew no, not anymore. Not anymore. Look, D'Angelo is the greatest love of my life. Okay, so if really? anyone's going to diss him, then that's going to be a mistake in my presence. A, B, he doesn't need to be topless anymore. He doesn't have that body anymore. That's fine. He's still fucking D'Angelo. He can still sing me to sleep, but he doesn't need to be topless in the pictures. What, D'Angelo or Maxwell? 
Is it big? 100%. Ooh. So, so much D'Angelo <laughs> over Maxwell. You reckon? Yes. Yes. Nah, no way. I'm so strong on that. There's not even what a comparison you Maxwell in my mind. Or, um, what's your person's name again? I'm joking. <laughs> Or D'Angelo. No, I'm joking. Don't she listen? Like I'm mic. not impressed. She's going to hit me with the mic. I think Maxwell's got a better voice, but D'Angelo is a better songwriter. No, D'Angelo always, every day. Every, literally every day and then some. Plus one times ten. I yeah. don't know, man, because Max. Ascension. I feel like you might be answering with your huh? heart a little bit. Let's <laughs> Yeah, and other parts <laughs> of my anatomy. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, D'Angelo is Dan. D'Angelo is the person I want to shoot the most. He's alive. Mm. Um, Kendrick, I'd love to shoot. Oh, imagine how cold um, that would be. Can you imagine? But I just feel like 2017. I feel like I'm going to shoot D'Angelo this year. So watch speak this space. into existence, yeah. man. No, I really feel it. I really feel it. it's going to happen. So that's yeah. so sick. And also, I think I'm going to shoot Kendrick this year as well, but maybe later in the year. I just feel that as well. So that's you know, so amazing. I'm probably not, and this is going to be embarrassing, but you know. You've Yo, got to wish it into existence. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Speak Honestly, that's, I feel like that's what I've done with like everything else, especially the book. The book was a lot of like wishing things into existence, you know? Like, I believe I it was. I need to make a, a mood board, and everybody's told me to make one, but I've just never done it. Have you got a mood board? Mm, do you know what I used to? I used to like pin things to my to my wall and stuff, pull things out of magazines and pin it to my wall. I don't do it so much anymore. Like, do you know what I don't do? I don't like looking at at like my peers. I don't like looking at other photographers who are working right now because then I just feel like I'm going to copy their ideas. So, mm. and maybe that's bad of me, maybe I should do that more, but I like reference the past and I think about the future. So I'm not trying to look do too what's deep into now. what's happening now. Yeah. I apply the field. same to music. Yeah. When I'm starting to write rap again, I won't listen to any contemporary rappers, whether US or UK. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't want to subconsciously even sound like them. Sound like them. Say similar things. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Know them ones. You suddenly realise that you've like paraphrased someone else's you know bar them ones. and it's yeah, not I quite feel as like good. It, I feel yeah. like if I never heard it and we come up with the same kind of metaphor or simile, like, then that's just sweating. great minds think alive. His palms are clammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, the same. The insides of his hands are moist. <laughs> This sounds like some deep poetry. Like, please carry it on. Knees, knees are weakened. Mother's vermicelli. Uh, what's the next line? Uh, That's the end. He's nervous. But he's, on the surface, he looks calm. He feels trepidated. Mom's trepidated. He's resolute. Do you know what? I feel like I come up with this question today. Yeah. So on my radio show, it's like 21 years since Nas and Lauren Hill dropped If I Ruled the World and they're going on tour together, yeah? Oh yeah, Chronics is going with them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What two artists would you have go on tour together? I'm talking any artist in the okay. world. That's Mine would one. be Beyonce and Lauren Hill. For Ooh, me, that's like a dream. Together, can you imagine? That's actually that really strong. strong. So two of the most powerful in the music. Any two music artists in the world go on tour together. Who Hold on, alive or dead or alive? I'm, I'm, I'm like well so in the mix of dead and alive. Okay, uh, well then Bob Marley yeah. and... Bob Marley and Lauren Hill would be good. Ooh. That would be a nice combo. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, that would be hard. Your turn. All right. Um, I would go. Oh, fucking hell! Now can I come? Can you come back to me, please? I'm gonna say Nate Dog and Tupac. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Tupac I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Nate Dog fan, and just Ooh. the fact to see him live and just them hooks live and then two, Tupac mad. rapping over. Oh uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Right, tonight I'd go. I'd, I'd have to do, do Biggie and Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, that Biggie would also be quite epic. That would be nuts. Like Can I'm we... a Biggie fan over Tupac. I love Tupac. Don't get twisted. I got all his albums and that, but I'm just a preference of Biggie. But 
Nate Dogg is like one of my favorite artists of all time. Like I listen to his albums. I listen to like, he's one of my favorites. I just mm. think him because he's just. On your recently played and your most played yeah, and all of them played. Yeah, all, all yeah. of them, all of that, all of that. So yeah, That's those mad. two. Do you know what? Biggie and Tupac, two people that I really wish I could have shot and Bob Marley. Mm. Or, you can shoot oh. Damien. He's around still. He's doing yeah, bits. True. And Stephen. True, There's a lot of brothers. True. I could I could marry one of them. <laughs> could do. But that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> Let's go back to Jamaica and just wait around. <laughs> use the tried and tested method. Just go to Jamaica and wait around. Literally the worst advice you could give me <laughs> ever. Around. Just go to Jamaica and wait around. Wait around. <laughs> Sitting duck. Baby girl. That's simple. And if you do, do you know get married, what, you know name what the I, I kept me. getting really confused about in Jamaica, right? I was like, what is this about? Boys kept playing me Celine Dion from their phone. Like literally, Blackberries and Celine Dion. They would come and they would play me Celine Dion. Why Celine Dion? Why? I swear yards, yard men and women love Celine Dion. Like in this mad way. Yeah, there are bet. Did they know my name? Well, I was Fluffy Empress over there. I was crowned Fluffy Empress, so... I was Big. Fluffy, obviously, Big. so... Fluffy yeah. Empress. <laughs> so, yeah. Yard food. What's your favourite? Oh, I love fried dumplings, like, mm. literally obsessed with. Yeah. And curry goat. Oh, curry yeah. goat is a one. Good mm. It's done correctly as yeah, well. Yeah, but it has to be good. Yeah, it can't but, be no shabby curry goat where it's no, exactly. hard and isn't... Yeah. And you have to go somewhere where they're mean to you, otherwise it's not real. Otherwise it doesn't <laughs> exist true, and it yeah. doesn't taste good. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the truth. I'm like, I get really shook going into Caribbean food places. Everyone does. Ooh, I don't everyone give a does. rat, you know. I'd go out there and tell it, you ain't got this. All right, why haven't you got this? Because we think, all right, then give me the, what food, hot food you got left? Are we... Let me get yeah, that, but that, that is that. that attitude you have to adopt, and I can't do that. No, you have to. In all my so I get like walked all over. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you nah, know, and then that. they're like, no. Nah. And I leave. I literally leave with nothing. Nah, like, you gotta be rude oh, to I them. did badly. You, you gotta be rude to them. Like, when, can I have some planting <laughs> with that rice and peas, please? But we don't. <laughs> yeah. What was your your ultimate uh, gig? Yeah. Pairing Biggie and uh, Biggie and Jigger. Nate Dog and Tupac. Beyonce and Lauren Hill. Bob Marley and Lauren Hill. What's yours? <laughs> is it better or bad? Better what You're is gonna it have bad? to scream it, Bernie. Go on. As we wait. Go on. Michael Jackson, everyone's forgotten. Oh shit. I ain't uh, forgotten. He would, not, he would not be on mine. No, he's sorry. not much to perform with anyone else by himself. That's for me. That's, can it? I the say point. something really controversial? Like, he, 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 can't, he can't perform with anyone else. There's no duo. He will outshine them. Yeah. Brother, that's a good I'll, anyone. That's Either Michael Jackson, James Brown. I'll do Michael Jackson and What about Prince? <gasps> that would be mad. Prince is cold. But then there are two. I think... I'd rather see Michael Jackson perform than Prince. I'd rather see Prince. I'd rather, I'd rather hear Prince. Michael I'd rather hear Prince, but Michael Jackson is much yeah, more of a performer. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. 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 This ain't. Yeah. This is prime. literally from the grave. Yeah, you're, you're, for real. <laughs> like, would you rather be at? Would you rather be at? And you, uh, you know, I, I, I know you know uh, within your integrity, you're probably going to still answer Prince. But would you rather be at any Prince gig in history or that gig where Michael Jackson first did the moonwalk? Oh. <laughs> the first one. That gig is like such no, a linchpin in history now. That's really put a spanner in my work. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's something that I just I just don't feel comfortable answering. <laughs> you know the answer to that question. Don't make it difficult. Like that. It's not right. It's not fair. D'Angelo is still better than myself. I'm just, 
putting that in Amazing. there. Amazing. Holding on to that one. <laughs> Holding on to that one. As we were. As we were. Yeah, but that's that why. would be mad though. You could have kind of been selfish and said Jackson 5 and then Beyonce. That's true, because that's an act. Mm. But then Michael Jackson shat on the Jackson 5. No offence. Uh, yeah. Let's be honest. He's a different creep, It was man. Michael Jackson and his brothers. Yeah, that's what it was. Jermaine ain't doing shit and he's still making music. So as I'm concerned, there was no Jackson hair. 5. That would be so I don't know, man. nuts, though. It would no, be nuts. No, that doesn't... Honestly, like, maybe I'm just, like, sacrilegious or something. That's not making me, like, well yeah, excited. that's not making me excited. I'm feeling a bit dead about that, actually. MJ and Bay. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like... Yeah, she is amazing. I hear that, but you know what it is, yeah? For me... But, but they're too... How would I put it? They don't complement each other's style. They are completely different. Exactly. They don't complement each exactly. other's style because, for me, like... Her and MJ doing a dance-off. I'm going to put MJ to win every time. Because what's she going to do? Shake and twerk. And Michael's spinning. He's dropping me. He's flowing his hat. He's bowing his head. He's kicking his leg. Do you yes, know what I'm saying? Is. But the thing is, this is, this is the thing, though. With, for me, nothing is original. For me, nothing is original. And then if, you, if you're going to go Michael Jackson and Beyonce, you might as well go one up and go Tina Turner and James Brown. I wouldn't go buy tickets. I'd buy my tickets to see Michael Jackson by himself, but him and Beyonce, I, I don't know. It just doesn't sit, don't tingle my thing. I understand why. <laughs> don't tingle my thing. Michael, Michael Jackson will be coming out just going, and then Beyonce will come out and just sing about songs about how, she, how much but he Michael hates can men sing, anyway. Imagine he drops, you rock my world, you know I did. And then he Ooh, drops the hat. His thing. So literally. I don't, I think their material would be quite, it would be, it would Imagine clash a bit because she's an unless she's doing early Beyonce where she's singing like yeah. <laughs> him trying to moonwalk yeah and that. her prime is <laughs> slow her, moonwalk her, her prime so far has been uber feminism so I don't think that her content <laughs> it is those the songs nah, me, she's most and I, known for yeah, yeah I see if you're talking them then when she's singing what is this yeah what's <laughs> that that's not uber feminism <laughs> Now, if, if you're talking slow song Beyonce, yeah, then I could understand when she's singing, when she's singing from the soul and that, when her and Destiny Child, I can, oh. but when Destiny's Child, wait, wait, Destiny's Child and Michael Jackson. Ooh. That could work. Yeah, that could work. Because they can work. all sing and compliment yeah. each other. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. It would work because That's the right they would work because I see them as the backing singers, not that they're backing singers. Oh. No, no, no. Hold up. Listen, listen. What I'm saying, <laughs> really, <laughs> now nah, when I say that, that there'll be the backup singers kind of thing, it'll be like, like they'll be complimenting his harmonies and then he'll be complimenting their harmonies. So they'll do like half and half. Do you know That's what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah. a backhanded compliment. He could come through on all the songs that had like male vocalists on them. Destiny's Child did some songs, I'm sure. He could come in and do T.I. in Soldier. <laughs> oh my god, please I'm not hiding around. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is that even a tune? It is, it is. When Michael Jackson had his tribute, <laughs> please say the baby. Please say the baby. Well. Please say the baby. Well. Please say the baby. If you ain't seen me on the street, back the subway in Harlem, call. If you ain't seen me on the street and try to hide, I blend in with the hood. Camouflage, bandana tots, and mama join my troop. <laughs> like yeah, he could. And every Harlem, time she hear my name, she salute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like them girls that be rocking in the dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine. 
And you could do Jigger's bit in um, Crazy in Love. Yeah. Yes, sir, I'm cut from a different cloth. My texture is the best for a change. Oh, no, I was harmonising there. That was, yeah. <laughs> do you know what? He could. But should he? Maybe nah, no. Nah, probably so. not. But then you think oh, no, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. Why? Sorry. On the other hand, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey would be a good one. No, but they've done a thing. They yeah, did, yeah they, they did the but, Prince of Egypt song. You know, when, um, when you believe. Uh, when you believe, which is a big song. Aaliyah. Mm, that's my girl. Go on, go on. And you guys got to come up with the second name. Tanashi. Nah. No. no. What about... Aaliyah and who else? <laughs> who would I put with Aaliyah? I was just going for the modern What version. about Aaliyah and Tupac? Ooh. Aaliyah and DMX. Yes. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Aaliyah and yes. DMX. That's the only one that could run. I've got another one. Kurt Cobain and Jimmy Hendrix. Ooh. Ooh. That would be dirty. The guitars good. of guitarists. Ooh. <laughs> I'll see you I in would, that one. Well, so much drugs people, at that Do people gig. revere <laughs> Kurt Cobain as a... Um, I don't think people revere Kurt Cobain as a, a guitarist. But he though. No, no, no. He's not revered. No, he's not, he's not in that Jimmy Hendrix. It's got to be Clapton. Yeah, the only yeah, reason yeah, I'd yeah, say, yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I'm just against Eric Clapton because he's a closet racist. But it would be sick because Jimi Hendrix was... He's was, cold. Yeah, he, and, and, you know, Jimi Hendrix was his, like, hero as well. So mm. that would be amazing. That would be amazing, yeah. You wonder, have you never, you can YouTube it. He went on this um, drunken rant in Birmingham, I think, in the 80s, um, saying basically, in not, not, in not so many words, like um, just get rid of the blacks and the, in, and the Pakistanis and stuff. Well, Birmingham was a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, no. Nah. Nah. I'm so glad that was so far away from the mic. Track of the week. Amazing. After all that. Yeah, but Birmingham is a mad place, though. <laughs> Have you seen what happens in Birmingham? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're right, actually. Sorry. Clapton and Hendrix here. <laughs> but it's just, what pisses me off is the fact that his whole style was birthed by a black man. Do you know what I mean? That's what pissed me off the most about it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not and... going to judge anyone who said anything in the 80s. It was a wild time. <laughs> I'm from there. There's a lot of drugs, yeah, a lot too. of alcohol. Right, guys, track of the week. Are you ready to... <laughs> track of the week. Are you ready to hear my track? <laughs> yes. And I'll bet you any money you sort of forgot about this track. Are you ready? Don't let me down. Are you crazy? This was a record. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Who is this again? Wait. Don't tell me. It's summertime. Beyonce. Beyonce. And don't tell me. Ghostface, my nigga killer. Wait, is it Michael Jackson? The guys that approach me. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, is it on 23,000? No. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. This B.O.B. The best no. Are you going to tell us who else is on the song, Rebecca? Just keep saying names. Forget it. Who else is on the song, Rebecca? Diddy. Diddy. All right. Diddy. Is there another that, version that of that song? That was literally the biggest letdown I've ever yeah, seen in my really life. Boy. Okay, we've got it. Thank you. Literally, nobody's vibing. You know the name. Next, literally nobody. Sit down, please. Please sit down. It's a tune, though. Be humble. Anybody? Bitch. A tumbleweed just rolled past. It could be old or new. My, I'll tell you what I'm running at the moment. Do you know Daniel Caesar? No. It's a track called "Get You" and it's fucking epic. No. Yeah. Where's he from? Tell us about the artist. Oh, I don't know anything about him. I'm really bad at this. I'm that person. People are like, who's this by? And I'm like, don't know, but been running it on repeat for like the last six weeks. Mm. Like, he's amazing. Like, in the video, he's he's not got much music out. Like, it's like basically the only thing you can find of his. And in the music video, he's got this like mad, weird, mm. slow dance thing he does. But it's really croony and like, mm. 
it's one to sing along to. Nice. As you heard earlier, I'm a bit of a like car singer, so yeah, that's yeah. what I like to get down to. I yeah. smell you. Mine, like track of the week for me must be... Oh, come back to me again. Um, Jamiroquai, Hot Property, off his new yes. album. Yes! You said No, I said on a different tune last week. But it's still Yeah, so she done what? She had the same track of the week twice, Jay Huss. That's Can we all, right. all just get along? <laughs> Michael, I feel like you're going to say a tune from the 50s. I feel like you should stop putting me under pressure. <laughs> um, Bernie, what are you saying? Yeah, Bernie, what are you saying? And Mayo, if you like. <laughs> Mayo! If you're not asleep. No, he's not. He's awake. <laughs> no, but, fuck it. Literally. <laughs> Have you got a track of the week, Mayo? Um, huh? oh, he's, mo- he's moving all shy and all. You're going to have to repeat it so people know. Yep, yep. It's Chet Faker and Marcus Marr. Marcus Marr by Chet Faker. No, 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 Chet Faker featuring Marcus Marr. Oh, sing. Okay, cool. Learning for your love. My track of the summer is Gets and Shucker, Know My Ting. Know Your mm. Ting, Know My Ting. Yours? Yeah, Know My Ting, Yours yeah. mine, mine. Fuck Shout me. out the Incredibles who produced that. Lovely guys and deserve procrastinating. Man, <laughs> you're on um, radio every day, man. How are you gonna check? No, that's the problem because I'm on radio. I played a lot of songs. Everything sounds like a link, innit? Yeah. Release backing. <laughs> no, it's good. It's, do you know? I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go. For, no, I'm gonna go for Obvious Bicycle by Vampire Weekend. Okay. Don't don't look at me like that. Obvious because every single person in here said a song that you don't know. So don't just look at me and go, oh my god. That's actually really true. Yeah. <laughs> Yours sounds mad. You've definitely heard of Vampire Weekend. You've definitely heard of Vampire what's Weekend song. Um A Punk. Hey, like... hey, hey, hey. It's got that bit in it. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. That. It's on an advert, right? I wanna say Dyson. No, you're talking about hey, oh, let's go. Oh yeah. That's and that's um oh. that's the Ramones, I think. What did you say, Vampire? Vampire Weekend. Oh my god, they're there, top of the They're amazing. Music. Obvious bicycle is a fucking tune. And I've been listening to that a lot. This right, wait, week. let me It's just got it. a really dead name though, doesn't it? Yeah. Obvious bicycle. They, they, they. You know, indie bands never kind of call, like the title of the song isn't the words are never in the song itself. I have a general rule that I don't like bands that the the band name starts with the. Right. As a general rule. Right. Yeah. No, there are some exceptions. Don't get smart about it. <laughs> don't get, don't get wise now. Exactly. <laughs> the this Beatles, is, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. But like. <laughs> the Oasis. <laughs> the Oasis. The Oasis. <laughs> Midnight at the old actually, actually, you know, I, I'm gonna change my tune, you know, because I've been playing something we as teenage dirtbag. Hey, oh yes, dirtbag, baby. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to Iron Maiden, maybe with you. Her boyfriend's a dick. She's like, I've got to. Oh, yeah, it's the Come with me, She sounds like a little friendly demon when she's like, I'm that video, listen, I'm not gonna lie, I was playing. I was thinking that was the tune I've been playing. The video is even 
even That's lit. one of my favourite all time tunes. Is, That's a big song. Her boyfriend's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> my ass, if he knew the truth, he lives on my block. <laughs> and I, he skates and I rock. Oh, I think that has to be everyone's tune of yeah. the week. Yeah, but she, that should just be all our tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my tune of the week. We as teenage dirtbag, yeah. them are guys. Shout out them. Shout out. That's them. actually hurt my brain. All that laughter and all that. <laughs> but it's a tune. It they, they, a they can tune. play that in any rave. I start going mad. Like I don't know why I start going. Don't take it so That's some football. Rock is, the, rock is that shit that makes you sing along. You're yeah. forced yeah. to. Rock is that shit, man. Like badly, you can't sing along well. It's yeah, like, you can't it's try and be too. Yeah, don't try and too hard trying to sing. Don't try and go full set. Oh, you it's because, it's because you can't be like sexy. You can't yeah. do like the sexy thing. With yeah, you yeah. just gotta be like. Yeah. You gotta be free, you know, innit? Because like, yeah. this, 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 the, the thing about sexiness is that it has parameters at, like within certain eras. So Ooh, the way that pe- was so deep about sexiness. No, no, it's true it has because parameters like, within people, certain people eras. Like, mastered it. Well, people oh. like um, people like uh, like the Blur? the icon of sexy. No, no, like the icon of mainstream sexiness. For instance, at one point would have been Marilyn Monroe. Um, Yes, to, 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 to men or to, to gay women. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe, as far as women went. James Dean, um, people yeah. like that. Would have moved on to people. Then it, the ruggedness came in. Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood would have been the kind of pinup. Like, you know, it's moved on to like, people and like then, David And then we Beckham. went to like the Kurt Cobain kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Idris Elba, when people start becoming, becoming a bit more open-minded. <laughs> um, and like... <laughs> Why? Why that's, I mean, I really don't think you have to be that open-minded to fancy Idris Elba. I'm just no, but saying. I mean, no, you know what I mean. I know yeah. what you mean, yeah. but I know what I mean as well. So yeah, between rock. us, we've covered race and sexiness here. Yeah. Well done us. Indeed. You know, another tune that gets me mad before we leave. You know that Blair song? Ding, 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 ding. Song two, that was I, the I song my... of FIFA 98. Yeah, I lose my shit on that. Anytime that comes <laughs> on, I lose my shit. Someone sing the chorus. It's the beginning, it just starts so mellowing. That song. That song got that song's called Song Two. It got to number two in the charts and it's two minutes and twenty-two seconds long, apparently. Was that all planned? Go on. No, go on. You heard the man. <laughs> I hope the number two weren't planned because then that's that number two up weren't a can planned. Of worms. All my number twos are planned. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> on that this has shot. been shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good place to wrap it up. To be fair, <laughs> that was lit. That was a good episode. Who knows who we're going to have next week for episode 049. I feel like we ask people as well. They're two artists that they'd like to see go on tour together. Yeah, stick it in the comments. TBC just, just podcast. Below, subscribe, like, follow, subscribe to my channel. Make sure you listen to us on iTunes as well. Drop the email, innit? TBC podcast. At, G- at grimedaily.com. Hit us up, yo. Yeah, Thank man. you, Olivia Rose. Woo! Thank yeah. you guys for having me. The fluffy princess. Hey. Fluffy princess. Hey. Fluffy princess, fluffy empress. Same fluffy. Yeah, fluffy. I said fluffy, by the way. I never said floppy. Well, I say floppy sometimes. Okay. Just comes out that way. <laughs> Please subscribe to the TBC podcast on iTunes and rate us five stars, whether you like it or not. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.